This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. What is God teaching us in the book of Proverbs when he cautions, hope deferred makes the heart sick? Obviously, having hope must be extremely important, but likewise, not having it can actually make you sick. Over the past two weeks in each of his last three major programs on his extensive series entitled simply, Hope, Pastor has taught what this amazing virtue is, how powerful it can be, how to best put it to use, and in this week's six-day series entitled, Spiritual Weariness Weakens Hope, how to recognize the danger signs of waning hope because of weariness. Digging deeply into the root causes of that weariness, improper teaching, bad influence, impatience and compromise, Pastor warns the damage to one's hope can often be very serious and difficult to correct. So, if the Lord's voice is getting difficult to hear and hopelessness is creeping in, hear what Pastor says today about overcoming spiritual weariness with strong hope. Don't talk about your problems. Talk about the seed in the harvest field. Talk about what God has already provided by His Word and through His Word. Be a talker of the Word of God, not of your problems. Jesus didn't say talk about your problems to make everybody nauseous. <laughs> All you're doing is reinforcing the problem. He said, say to the mountain, get up and get out of whatever the mountain is. Whatever the mountain is. So, so the kingdom principle that we're talking about here today is the principle of sowing. The principle of releasing into God's kingdom. That's why you should never withhold anything from God's kingdom. You should be willing to release your life, your work, your help, your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your time, your money. You ought to be willing to release it. By doing so, you are sowing. You're working the principle. You are sowing into God's kingdom. And he says, you're going to go about your life. And sometimes there's going to be seasons Sometimes there's going to be long periods. You're going to go to sleep and wake up and go to sleep and wake up and go to sleep and wake up and you're not going to see anything. And then all of a sudden one day you're going to see. <laughs> see, you got to learn to thank God for the small things. You got to be encouraged by the small results in your life. Start sowing the right seed into the soil and start thanking God. And thank him for every small result, however small it is, you give glory to God. Say, hallelujah, we're starting to see the seed. The seed is starting to break forth. Life is coming forth from this seed that I'm sown, that I've sown into the ground. The kingdom of God is if a man scatters his seed, sleeps, wakes up, sleeps, wakes up, sleeps, wakes up. And all of a sudden things start to happen. He himself does. I don't know how this has all happened in my life. All I've done is just stick my face in the book, done my work. Praise God. And all of a sudden, just stuff started to happen. All of a sudden, the harvest started coming. All of a sudden, I, you know, it's like this. It's, it goes like this. I'm just scattering seed. 
right? Throwing seed. And then I'm walking. Now, now, I'm not looking back at the harvest. I'm not looking at what I sowed. I'm just sowing and going and sowing. And of course, the winds come and the rain comes and the opposition comes and the animals come. You understand what I'm talking about? I'm just sowing the seed. You know, I'm, I'm overcoming, fall into a ditch, get myself up, just sow and see, trip and fall, pick myself up, just sow and see. I'm not looking back. I'm just sowing the seed, just doing, 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 doing. And then all of a sudden I turn around and I, oh my gosh, look at what has grown. I don't even know how all this happened. Do, do you see? Do you see? Do you see? That's, that's the kingdom principle. See, but too many people are so focused on the harvest, so focused on what they want and where they want to be and always looking. Don't look back, man. Just keep sowing. Just keep doing. But it's going to show up. This is the kingdom principle. Kingdom principle as a man goes about and sows that seed. Puts it faithfully in the ground. Day and night. Goes to sleep. Wakes up. Goes to sleep. Wakes up. All of a sudden, he, all of a sudden he starts to see stuff happen. He himself doesn't even know how it happened. That's how powerful and effective, first of all, the Word of God is. You see? Because as you, let me say this properly, but as you renew your mind with the Word of God and begin to develop habits and responses that are in line with the Word of God, you are sowing good seed. Because your response is always from the Word of God. Boom. You see? You're sowing the word of God. You're sowing. Your actions are in line with the word. So you're sowing that which is in line with the word of God. Wow, does that make sense to everybody? And, and, and the end result is that you're putting seed in the ground. Every time you give in an offering, you know you're, you're putting seed in the ground. I remember when God, many years ago, I sat in Brother Shambach's meeting. I was in Brooklyn somewhere. I think I was in Brooklyn. I don't remember, but I was in this in this old building. It was like an old theater and I was up in the balcony and I was a brand new, I had, uh, this was 33 years ago. I just had recently uh, rededicated my life to the Lord and I went there with some friends and we were sitting there, didn't know anybody. It was a, uh, just one night service and God spoke to me about sowing $100 and I had never sown $100. I was like, are you kidding? That was like 50% of my paycheck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was probably earning about 200 bucks a week. And, and the Lord said, put 50 bucks in the offering. I was like, I mean, 100 bucks in the offering. 100 bucks. I rebuke you, Satan. That's got to be the devil. But it was so strong on me. And I was a brand new Christian. I was impressionable. And I said, okay, I believe this is you, Lord. And, I, and I, you know, it was so strong that I wrote it in my original Bible. And sometimes I go back and I look at it. And the Lord told me, as you sow this, and this, is what, this is what the Lord spoke to me. He says, you sow this in obedience to what I'm telling you to do, son. There'll come a time when others will sow into your life in obedience to what I tell them to do. I was like, oh God, no one's ever talked to me like that. I know this isn't human. This is not, this is superhuman. No one's ever talked to me like that. I didn't understand the jargon, the language at that time. And that's what God said. I said, okay. And I, I took that and I, I put it in there. And as the basket was going by and I dropped it in, I was like, bye. <laughs> See you later. You know, I didn't understand the principle. But it wasn't so long after, you know, that things began to develop in my life. And I began to see how blessings started coming back into my life. That's just one small, simple example. My whole life has been one big miracle. I know some people look at me and I would imagine they would be 
jealous or, or whatever, you know, I, I say this, be whatever you want to be. But I've done nothing except obey God. I've tried to be as obedient to him as I can, to the word of God, and to these principles that I've learned. I believe this stuff. I believe this stuff. And I've always thanked God for the smallest of results in my life. So, so he says, man's going to scatter seed. He's going to go to sleep. He's going to get up. He's going to go to sleep. He's going to get up. He doesn't get frustrated. He doesn't get discouraged. He doesn't get disappointed. He just keeps on doing it. You know, I, I want to tell you something here. I, I, this is just a hunch. I can't give you a verse for it, but I'll give you my hunch. It's a good possibility that some of us have not reaped yet because God wants to see how patient you're going to be. Actually, I can give you a verse because in one of those, I think it's in Luke's gospel where he talks about the person who, the four kinds of hearts, and then he says the last heart was the one who sowed, um, you know, sowed and, and, and retained the seed and, and believed and so on and so forth. And it says that that one uh, reaped blessing or reaped a harvest with patience. Patience is always attached to your harvest. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, just maybe, some of us are not willing to just be that patient. Maybe we just don't trust God. Maybe we just don't trust that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. See, and I can see some of you are squirming around, looking around. You're like, you're letting it go right over your head. And you know what? Let it go, baby. Let it fly right over your head. You'll never see kingdom results. You'll never see the blessings of God. I don't care what anybody tells you. God is not going to violate, jump over, pass over his principles. He put them here for all of us. And we all come in the same exact way. We come by faith. Nobody can escape it. You start working this principle. You start working this and you're going to see. Go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up. You're going to start to see first a little, little sprout comes up. So the seed starts to sprout. You've got to start thanking God for every small little. You've got to be encouraged by that small result. I see God working. I see God's hand in this. I know this is God because I'm a God man. I believe God and I trust God and I love God and, and my life is submitted to God. So everything that's going on right now, God's in it because I trust him and I'm walking by faith. Is everybody with me? And the seed should sprout and grow and he himself does not. For the earth yields crops by itself. First the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Wow. I'm so sold on this. I've put my whole life on it. I have. I, I just jumped right into it and said, Lord, I believe this stuff and I'm just doing it and doing it, been doing it, just sowing, doing, working in the kingdom. That's why I, I can't understand why people, you know, like I said, they start, they stop, they do it for a while, they don't do it. You're never going to get anywhere. It's never going never to yield any results. You're killing your harvest. You got to just keep at it. You got to push through. You can't be lazy. You can't be slothful. You can't be, we all have doubts. We all have disappointments. We all have things that we, you look at, you may, oh, his life is so perfect. You don't know the struggles in another man's life. 
You don't know the warfares that he's facing. You don't know the challenges that he has or she has. You don't know the things that they're going through. The devil sets up a smoke screen to try to make you think that everybody else has got it better than you. That everybody else's life is perfect and you're, everybody's got challenges. Everybody goes through junk. But what are you going to do? What are you, stop looking at everybody else. You, you ought to be looking at the word of God saying, my life can be blessed. My life should be blessed because Jesus came to give me life and to give it to me more abundantly. I ought to be walking in the abundant life. So what do I need to do? I got to start working these kingdom principles and just get my brain straight and get my attention on the things of God. Forget about everything else. Start to thank God for the smallest of things in my life. Even sometimes when things don't go the way you think they should go. Uh-oh. I learned to thank God for those things too, to say, thank God you saved me from an impending mess or a possible disaster. Thank God that this, that this didn't happen. Like I've, I've, I've ministered to sometimes a, couple, a single person who was in a relationship and the relationship fell apart and they're all busted. Oh, oh, pastor, you don't know. I don't understand. I believe God and I prayed. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, are you trusting God? Yeah. <laughs> well, did you give this matter over to the Lord? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, if you've given it over to God and you're trusting God, then just maybe, 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 maybe this didn't work out because this is the protection of God upon your life. That he separated you from this thing before some bigger disaster could happen in your life. That's, I look at everything as a blessing. You know, over the years, we've had people come and go. And there have been some people that I didn't want to go because I thought, oh, my God, I need them so much. God, how am I going to do this? You know, how is it? But I found out later that they needed to go because they, they couldn't have gone on with us. They, they, they didn't have the, 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 the right attitude or the proper, the proper makeup to move with what God wanted to do and at the time that separation was painful and it was hurtful and how could this be God it's so pain but in the long run I said thank God because I look back and I say they would have never made it they would have actually maybe held us back beautiful people I love them so sometimes and I only bring that up to to show you that sometimes even in those things that things don't go necessarily the way we think they should go or the way we want them to go we need to thank God for that you wanted a certain thing in your life, you know, and it just, it just isn't happening or it isn't coming to pass. Well, maybe you ought to just thank God because maybe, just maybe, just maybe that if you had that thing right now, it would be your undoing. I know years ago when I, I got to finish up, but years ago when I first started this church, I was praying, God, you know, send the people, send the people. Every pastor wants their church to grow, but not every pastor is ready to receive the growth. Amen. Now, I, I thank God Thank God that I didn't have a thousand people or fifteen hundred people back there when I started, because I would have killed them or they would have killed me. Someone was going to die. <laughs> Just the pressure of it, something was going to happen. You see, I had to step my way into it to be ready for it. And then God said, "You're ready. Now we're going to make it happen." And it happened, and it happened quickly. Boy, I, I am sure glad that I didn't quit. I'm sure glad that I kept the kingdom principle going in my life. It was a time it was hard for me to pay my tithes. Time for me to sow seed. It wasn't always easy. You, know, you look at me and you think, wow, you know, it makes it look so easy. 
Well, I make it look so easy because I've been practicing it so long and I've been doing it. I've done it in every season, every time, every possible situation. I've just done it and done it and done it. Make it look easy. Like, like me, I go to the gym and I see some of these guys lift these weights and man, they make it look easy. They pick up 500 pounds, you know. It's like, oh my gosh, they make it look so easy. They just go whoop, whoop. <laughs> but what I don't know, how long they've been doing it. They didn't start with 500. They started with the barbell, 45 pounds. And then they progressed to 55 pounds and 65 and 70 and 100. And, you know, and as, as things began to progress and build, they got better and better with it. Same way in the kingdom of God. The man just keeps sowing and keeps doing. And, you know, it, it, this is the thing that amazed me. I can preach this and you could be all excited about it, but how many of you, now listen, how many of you will really get hold of this and really do it? And this, this is the problem we have in the body of Christ. Because there aren't really that many that are really doing it. Now, I'm going to love you the same. It has nothing in the world. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. I'm not trying to... I, I, all I'm saying is that if you want kingdom results in your life, then you've got to work kingdom principles. You'll have results. I, I'm going to love you. I'm going to minister to you. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to dedicate your babies, marry you. I'll bury you when you die. I promise you. I'll be there for your funeral. So it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. But I want to see everybody. I just don't understand why people don't do it. I don't understand why people know it, but do not do it. Jesus, Jesus said that. I mean, not, uh, actually, James said it. He said, be doers of the word, not hearers only. And he who continues in this, can, not just being a forgetful hearer, but continues doing the word of God, this one's going to be blessed in all that he does. That's a kingdom principle right there. You've got to just keep doing it. But there'll be people. And I, and I can tell you, I, I've been pastoring a long time. <laughs> I am not a beginner. I'm not a newcomer. I'm telling you, most people that I have encountered in my life know the word, love the word, love God, are going to heaven. All that is true. But they do not do the word of God. They're not working the kingdom principles. They're slothful with their mouths. They're slothful with their words, with their attitude, lazy, will not work in the kingdom, just want to come and get something, and it's all about what I'm going to get. And when they don't feel like they're getting something good, they're the first ones to say, you're not feeding me. It's not new. I've dealt with this my whole life. Yeah, they're not feeding. They're not, they're not, they're not, I'm not getting fed. No, the problem is that you're so fat spiritually. <laughs> and you're sitting there now, you know, you know when you eat too much? You know what I do? I get really sleepy. When I eat a high carbohydrate, you know, like a good Italian Sunday afternoon dinner with the pasta and the bread. I don't eat that anymore, but the pasta and the bread and the meatballs and the raviolis and let me tell you what, man, and the cakes and the pies afterwards, the, I get lazy. And that's, that's the problem in the body of Christ. There are too many people, they know, they know God, they know the word, they love God, they even love the word of God, but they're not doing it. They're not working the kingdom principles. <clears throat> or they're start, start and stop. Start and stop. Do it for a while and then they don't do it. Attitude is wrong, words are wrong. They're still cheating, lying, uh, you know, uh, 
sleeping around, doing all, you know, all this sinful activity in their life. They're, they're not, they're not, their lives aren't lined up with the Word of God. They're not tithers. They're not givers. I don't know. I don't get it. And we wonder why we're not walking in the blessings of God. Well, because the kingdom principle is a man's going to scatter seed. You're going to scatter seed by your words and your deeds and your actions in your life. Your giving, the words you speak, how you treat other people, telling the truth, being a truthful person. I wouldn't lie. I would never lie in the world. Even if it was to my hurt, I couldn't lie. I couldn't tell a lie. I would kill my harvest. I would be aligning myself with the devil. Yet there are believers and they've lied to my face. I've had people lie to me and try to, try to defend themselves. Some, I, you know what? I don't even argue with it. They think that they pulled the wool over my eyes, but I know they haven't. I just leave it with God. Say, God, you're going to have to deal with them because they're so deceived. They think lying to me somehow is going to make everything better in their life. It's going to make everything worse. They're killing their harvest because they're not. They're sowing the wrong thing. They're sowing the wrong thing. Even the little, what we call little white lies, there's no such thing as a little white lie. A lie is a lie, is a lie, is a lie, is a lie, is a lie. And yet, people lie. People cheat. They steal. They do things that are deceitful. They're not honest. They're selling stuff that's so, sowing the wrong seed. When you sow the wrong seed, you're going to raise up the wrong harvest. When you put the wrong seed in the ground, you're going to get the wrong harvest. I'm telling you, listen to me. People love God, love the word, love people of God, you know, sing, shout, dance around the church, know all the songs, clap, you know, do the Pentecostal polka around the church, you know, yahoo, hallelujah, praise God, kiss, hug babies, do all that kind of stuff. You know, hi brother, hi sister, hallelujah. But are doing all the wrong stuff. Sowing all the wrong seed. Ah, Somebody's got to hear this tonight because I didn't intend on going that deep into it, but praise the Lord. This is a kingdom principle. You sow the right stuff, you're going to have the right harvest. Anything you... That's right. What you see going on in my life has been years of sowing the right seed. Sowing the right seed. Can't have, you know, a dirty life. can't do it sowing the wrong thing sowing into your flesh so this principle this principle is real and it works so anyway we got to stop because the hour's late I'm already over time but I like that verse 22 but when the grain ripens immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come you keep sowing the right seeds and you keep working this kingdom principle and the end result is that you're going to have a harvest of blessing in your life. But you gotta be a doer. You can't just be a part-time. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta keep on doing it. You can't be a part-time. I love to say this. You can't be a part-time doer and think you're gonna be a full-time receiver. It's not gonna happen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But be encouraged by the small results that are coming about in your life. Can I get a better amen than that? Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.